0: Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Hey, what's up? Joe here, Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. You're in for a treat today. We've got the one and only, I think Claude Diamond has been. I've had more guest appearances from Claude Diamond than anybody else on my podcast, which I've been doing since 2011, so 12 years now, 1,500 episodes or something like that. Been doing this a long time. I think one time we counted 150 different countries. I've had listeners in over 150 different countries listening to this podcast. Did you know there were even that many? I think there's 180, but I went to my stats thing that tracks that stuff and crazy. But today we're going to be talking about sales. And Claude is my sales mentor, and I'd really encourage any of you listening, if you want some help learning how to talk to sellers better, learn how to give better phone, as Claude likes to affectionately say, you need to get hooked up with him and talk to him and uh, get some help. Because listen, sales is the million-dollar skill. It doesn't matter if you're doing wholesaling, lease options, buy and hold, houses, land, mobile homes, commercial properties. If you're selling insurance, if you're selling essential oils sales is the gazillion dollar skill. I was talking to a friend the other day about college and the state of the education you know, today, and I, we were talking about what would be the most important class. If you had to take college all over again, which classes would you not take again and which classes would you take again? And it was a pretty simple consensus that sales would be one of, if not the most important classes to learn in at least in a business college. Does that make sense? So we're gonna be talking about today That with Claude. And specifically, I asked him to bring him on because, well, you know what? I'll get to that in a minute. I want to let you know too. First, this podcast is brought to you by Joe's, that's me, SimpleLandKit.com. SimpleLandKit.com is this free kit that you get that gives you my direct mail swipe file, some of my contracts, my scripts that I use when talking to realtors and sellers. And it gives you a software that I use to analyze and make offers on vacant land deals. It's very simple, but you get it for free at simplelandkit.com. If you don't like it, I'll refund your money, but we are going to be charging for this thing soon. So just be aware of that. Go get it for free right now. It's simplelandkit.com. All right. Let's, we bring Claude on. Claude Diamond from Winter Park, Colorado. Are you unmuted? Can I hear you all right? There he is. Yeah. Well, i right. from Winter Park, Colorado, 10 to 12,000 feet above sea level. We didn't even plan this. We're wearing the same colored shirts. And if, if I would have known that, I would have picked a background color that matches those a little better. But you look good, Claude. Oh, thank you. You, I, I, I how are you feeling? I'm so glad. You look great, man, after all you went through the last couple of weeks. Yeah, you thank fantastic. you. It's, it's been um eight or nine weeks now since my open heart surgery and I'm feeling good. I'm, I'll show you my stitches if you show me yours. I broke my clavicle skiing. Ouch. That hurts. I know. Don't
1: you don't don't break your clavicle.
0: There's, you don't want to see my you do it my, my my microphone's covering it right now. See, there it is right there. You want- I'll show you later. How's your wife and 15 children? Four. They're doing great. Driving my son to college tomorrow? Holy smokes. And my other one's starting school here in St. Louis Wednesday uh, next week. And so it's been good. My, my two youngest daughters now is a uh, seventh grade and 10th grade, but it's going really well. You know what? You know what happened to me when I dropped off my kids to college. You cry. Ooh-hoo. oh my God! It's like it's such a big change in life. You know, <laughs> I'm I'm excited about it though. I'm looking forward to them growing up. This is something they really need. I, uh, I need. I'm trying to kick them out of the house. Like go get out. Like skedaddle right. Because they there's my boys. They're really really good boys. They're very smart. They're hardworking. They got they have good ethics. Good integrity. And you an care ad- about people. Yeah, well, you good kids come from good parents,
1: and you and Victoria are the best. And, and you're adoptive. Claudia and I are adoptive parents. Okay, That's right. Did we you adopt, adopt both your kids? No, one we made, and one we rented, as we like to <laughs> rent to own. We got David. We got our child from the uh, Soviet Socialist State of Southern California. He was in the uh, the adoption <laughs> program, and he was four years old. We got him diaper free, so he's a foster yeah. care. Foster care. Thank you. Oh, okay, gosh. Wow. Wow. You know, there's this wonderful kid. Both my kids are low maintenance and good kids. Yeah. I'm sure all these people wanted you and I to talk about our children for an hour here.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't mind. Pretty soon we're going to have grandkids and we'll be doing this podcast and we'll be sharing pictures and making everybody watch us talk about show pictures.
1: Do you have grandkids yet? Uh, no, my children. Would you Would you talk to my children? And I keep going. Would you please reproduce? Uh, okay. But. They're millennials. Millennials do things about 10 years later than we did it. Okay. Yeah. And they're a little they want to do more in life and their careers and everything. Both my kids uh, bought homes in the last 12 months, though. One in LA, my daughter in LA, who does voiceovers for uh, Panda Express and everything. And my son, he lives in Colorado, in Severance, Colorado, outside Fort Collins, and he just got his first home. So Oh, listening to listening to mom and dad do all that real estate the last
0: 30 years, I maybe it rubbed off. Well, good. Good for you. Yes, you are. We're both good parents, I think. I feel like we've done a pretty good job. Yeah, let's pat ourselves. Yeah. All right. So the reason I called you the other day, Claude, give you some background of all this, is we have been sending out letters in the mail and postcards that look like this. It's hard to see, but it looks like there's a check showing through the envelope. And this obviously gets opened pretty well, okay? You may have already won. I may, well, for me, all I care about is getting the phone to ring. I want the phone to ring. And uh, so what we're doing is we're sending letters to sellers saying, hey, we might be able to buy, you." if you're not on the phone, guys, you're not making money. Rule of five, we're going to talk about it. Talk to five people a day. I guarantee you
1: will live happily ever after.
0: Yeah, I And guys, those of you that have been listening to me for any period of time, you've heard me say that. Well, guess who I just learned, uh, guess who I learned it from, right? So this is a letter that basically, um, I know it's hard to read, but it basically says, hey, we'd like to buy your house and we might be able to pay you this X amount of money. So where do we get that number from? You know, out of our butt. Like it comes from county assessed values times 50% or whatever. And we get it from priced. Now, the thing that happens, Claude, the seller calls and is like, yeah, I want to sell my house for, for my vacant lot for $12,400. we say, okay, well, let's, can we ask you some questions? And then we go in and we ask them a bunch of questions about their house. So the agenda. Um, yeah. So I want to talk about that, setting the agenda. I want to talk about what do we, what's the best way to handle? Now we're also doing another thing where we're sending postcards and I'm still testing this, but we're giving them a range. We're saying, hey, we'd like to buy your vacant lot and we'll pay between this and this. If you're interested, give us a call. Now, one of the things that this does is it gets us a lot more calls and the calls that we do get are from more motivated sellers, all right? We're not giving them full retail, but a lot of times though, we're giving them in this check letter an offer that is higher than what we really can buy it for. And um, so, you know, sometimes we have to say, look, I'm sorry, we made a mistake. You know, after asking you these questions and figuring these things out, we, we can't be anywhere near that. But if you want, Sometimes what I do is I like to say, I can refer some great realtors to you that can list your property for you. I kind of pull away. I can give you some realtors that can list your properties for you. It doesn't sound like it's going to be something that'll work for me. So, but like sometimes though, my acquisition team, they complain to me that I'm, they're getting way too many sellers that um, want too much for their properties. And uh, which is normal. That's just the way it's always been. If you want to make everybody happy, offer them whatever they want, give them a full market price for their property. So let's talk about that do you mind those that's kind of the context of why I wanted to get you on okay. and quick question yes how do you get the price you're sending these people where, how do you determine that price before you mail it yeah a couple different places it comes usually comes from a software company called priced PryCD and there are a data aggregator that gets vacant land lists and they will look at comps and through algorithms and formulas they'll say if you want to make an offer at 25 percent of what they think it's worth, then you should offer this, okay? But it's 85%, it'll get you 75, 85% of the way there. You know, it's 15 to 25% inaccurate. So it could tell you the property is worth 100, so you should offer 35,000. Okay. So like when we buy land, we buy it usually at by like 40 cents on the dollar. You know, like that gives us enough room to wholesale it or to keep it, sell it with owner financing. So we're buying these at much deeper discount than we do typical houses than houses and we find because land the sellers are more detached from it they're not as emotionally in, uh, involved with it it's we it's easier to get bigger discounts on these vacant lots the question do you yeah. always need these big
1: discounts I mean sometimes land the demand I'm in a town in Colorado right now I have land here uh, they used to go for 30 forty thousand uh, half acre okay? Uh, a couple of years ago, I bought several lots, residential lots, for hundred and sixty, dollars 170000 I just checked, and we just had a, a discussion on my group call about land on Monday. This These same lots, they used to go for $30,000, that I bought for 160 dollars dollars because I could see the trend. Okay, I paid full price for these lots. I could have optioned them. I could have bought them. It, it was okay, motivated sellers. And I just checked the other day. These same lots are worth over 600000 now each. Yeah. Okay. So I guess, do you always have to get on way below market? Uh, I mean, what's a better investment than a good piece of land in an up-and-coming
0: uh, developmental uh, area, you know, developing area? Usually we are quick flipping them. We're wholesaling them. We want to get rid of okay. them in one or two okay. months. Okay. And, you know, I've, I've done a lot of deals in Park County, Colorado, which is probably a couple hours south of you, right? Yeah. And, and um, right? You can instance, buy land, you know, it's kind of like half desert, half in the mountains, high desert. But, you know, there's there's people that are selling lots there for 10 to 20 grand that are selling today. So if we want to wholesale that thing, we need to offer one or $2,000. Okay. And then we turn around, sell it a couple months later for eight or 10 grand. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think there's sometimes land can be bought and hold. It'll yeah. be the best investment
1: of your life, better than stocks or any for mutual sure. fund or anything like that. For sure. Um, you know, or just because supply and demand is so high. Okay. Maybe you buy something and then you just flip it for short money, even though it's at full price. Maybe it even has owner financing or an option on it. And even though it's full price, it's still desirable by other investors or developers.
0: Yeah. Well, there's a place for that, you know, and uh, I have a lot of friends that will buy larger pieces of land with the intent of holding on to it, subdividing it, adding entitlements, Maybe clearing it out, getting it ready for a developer who wants to build on it. But for me, for, for, what I'm focusing on, what I'm teaching my students to focus on, is the fast cash strategies. Okay, for selling it, or so, we'll occasionally sell it with owner financing. Okay, right. so let's go back to that objection that a lot of your followers
1: are getting. Well, uh, you're sending them for what you're sending it to them for one offer price, and you're getting some kind of objection about it's not high enough or it's too low
0: or well, the offer. Is too high. Like, okay. I'm sorry if I'm not doing a good job explaining this. For the example, on this check, I, I sent this to myself. It was twelve thousand four hundred. After we get on the phone with the seller, yeah, and we're looking at comps and we're looking at, oh man, we can't pay any more than five grand for this property. Oh god. Right? So now we have to walk them back for like and say, you know what, I'm sorry we sent this, but after talking and after doing some more due diligence and research, we can't pay any more than X, right? Now Having said this, Claude, this strategy works like crazy. We just did three deals in Southern Florida near Fort Myers with this same strategy. And our average profit on each of those three was about dollars $15,000 wholesale profit. So we just made thirty five dollars on three deals using this strategy. We had to talk them off the cliff. They weren't too happy. Basically, we said, we can't do that. What's the least you would take? Right? You read my mind. That's that's one
1: of my opening first call questions to people. Mr. and Mrs. prospect, I know we sent you that. let me ask you something. What's the best price you could give me if we did a deal today? And I the the, mo, the emotional word is today. The speed, you know, yeah. the, the speed of the transact. You couldn't use money for your trip to Disneyland or pay off some bills or or visiting grandma on Thanksgiving or something like that. Could you Cause but the right, uh, if you, you think you could, um, could you, what's your best price today for today? Yeah.
0: You got to get there. Right. So I, I, sometimes I think, okay, maybe we're, we're making this too difficult, you know, but we send, we send letters saying, Hey, if you want to sell your vacant lot, call us. And we get a lot of calls from that. But we, the truth is we get more calls with these check letters and we get more deals from this thing. Right. Keep so it. it. ain't broke. It you know, So I, yeah, but. I want to get our sales process better. I want, I want to be able to train my students, my acquisition guys of like how to talk to these sellers, you know, how to set the agenda, go through the gut staircase and, um, you know, ask the, the probing questions, you know, cause they're thinking, all right, well, this guy, every, I got a bunch of offers from other people for seven grand and this guy's offering me 12, you know, let me call him and see what he has to say. Does that make sense? Kind of. Okay. <laughs> kind of.
1: I'll I'll get in the flow of this once we role play it. So your object your objective is to get the best price you can and get a, a contract or a letter of intent yeah. or something. Do you want to move? Uh, do you want that within a twenty four hour period that that signed uh, contract? Yeah. Okay. And then you send them a, a so you get on the first phone call. What's the typical? Uh, so you don't know. They give you. You got a price. You sent them an offer. But do you know ahead of time? If uh, Or do you have to do dil- due diligence after that phone call on the pricing?
0: Well, um, you know, we send 500 of these a week. Okay. We're sending a couple thousand, 3,000 a month on the low end. So we're getting a lot of calls. When the call comes in, they tell us the reference number on the letter, and we look it up briefly. So we don't spend much time at all, at least what I tell everybody to do. Just find it up, find look it up on Google Maps, and maybe look it up on Redfin or Zillow. Okay? Mm-hmm. Get on the phone, call the seller. And I tell people all the time, and I show them the cold call that we did when I was in the car that one time on a lease option deal, and all you wanted was the phone number. And I've showed that video a hundred times. So I tell people, like, the less you know, the better. So you can ask more questions when you have them on the phone, right? Yeah. My three favorite words, Joe I
1: don't yeah, know. Don't know. That's right. It's a great question, Mr. Prosper. You must have asked that for a reason. Help me out a little bit here. You know, mm-hmm. boom. Feign- it's called feigning ignorance. What we really want to do is psychologically turn the prospect into the salesperson. Yes. And we use a lot of uh, redirection, I call. A little reverse psychology. Mr. You know, Mr. McCall, um, thank you. I'm so glad we're talking. You don't really want to sell it. How long have you owned this lot, sir? Oh, you mean, okay. Uh, we've owned it for 10 years. You probably want to own it another 10. You wouldn't want to sell it today, right? Well, if the price is right, but I'm,
0: you know, I'm not going to give it away. I, oh, okay. What's the best price you could give me to do a deal right now? Well, I really like this offer you sent me for 12400 uh, Yeah, we have
1: a problem. What's that? Well, you know, I represent, I work with a group of investors on, on this real estate. And the trouble is there's not enough room for us to make a profit on this deal right now. But I still, I'd like to do a deal with you today. No fuss, no bother. If you think, you you know, if you could come down, if you could give me your best price right now, maybe we um we could do a deal right now. I'll send you the agreements and everything. So what's the best you could do for me if we, for us to take an action today?
0: Well, I don't know. I got a bunch of offers. I got some offers from other people for like eight grand and I, I turned them down. Why didn't you? Oh, you can call them back and take it then, right? No, no, we're not going to sell it. I'll, I'll just, we'll just list it with a realtor or something. We're not in a hurry to sell this thing. Okay, well, maybe I could refer you some realtors to help you out. Here's the thing: realtors charge commission,
1: at least where I live. How about by you? Oh yeah. Okay, you wouldn't discount that commission off that price, and maybe we could do a deal right now. What would you do with that money? You know, if you got that uh, money over by the end of this month, what would you? What would you do? imagine you got that nice check uh, at the end of this month? What would you do with that money?
0: Uh, we'd go. We'd go to Tabernash and go go skiing in Tabernash. Tabernash, lovely Tabernash, and lunch. so
1: funny? If you ever saw a Tabernash, it's a one horse town, It has one little post office and and a marijuana store. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I, I, I'm looking funny. at it right here it's in this big, It's funny you picked that one little town. It's five minutes away from here. Well, um, let me ask you, Joe, before I go, um, because I, you know I got a lot of uh, calls. So I'm ready to make some offers and do business today. And you could take that trip to imagine you could take that trip to Tabernash. With your beautiful family, and as a result of us doing this today, no fuss, no bother, no real estate commissions to pay. Imagine we could do that. How would you feel about that?
0: Well, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I'd I'd like that.
1: Well, bo- boom, and you got it off the role play. Yeah. Um, I don't know the number or, or what we're working on on your what level of numbers you're working on.
0: Well, but... can I can I do this? Can I kind of walk through? Maybe you be the seller. Okay, and I, here I'll make a fool out of myself.
1: No, we've got to get a level of motivation from them. That's why I asked, what would you do with the money? You know, I give people a score in my gut sales method. It's called the EQ, the emotional quotient. Are they a 10? Do they, 10 means they need the money. They really want to sell it as fast as possible. Or are they, you just played a guy who was a two or a three before. Okay. And basically when you're a two or a three, you know, we get out my little three minute timer. And, and, and we ended politely, maybe I'll send them a follow-up offer, by the way. Do
0: you do, do you teach about the, oh, the follow-up? Geez. People change their minds. Oh yeah. Sellers sometimes just need time to cook. Yeah. Um, like I always, even after the phone call, if you're not a, on the same page, if they reject your offer, send them an offer in the mail anyway and follow up with them every 30 days. That's what I say. I, I send them an, I send them a video
1: offer, uh, right. And then I'll attach, um. A, a PDF or something, a short letter of intent or something like that. And I might even set a time frame. Hey, if you can call me back in the next 24 hours, I'd like to continue our negotiation and maybe make you a better offer or talk some more about it or answer your questions. You can't believe how many people come back to me when I, when I do that follow-up. It's so important. Mm-hmm. You can't just call them and sometimes they're busy, they're doing something. You know, we don't always talk, speak to people at the best time either. Oh, yeah.
0: But you got to follow up and the, you know, we did a, we did a little study of our own deals. And I think in that, in the 12 month period, we did 50, 48 deals or something like that. And of those 48 deals, only three came from that first phone call. You know, they called us or we called them and and, uh, we agreed to a number. The other 45 came from uh, on average six or seven follow-up attempts over an average of two to three month windows. Some were eight months, 10 months, some were just uh, a few weeks, but that is So important that people forget about because it's all about doing what nobody else is doing. Nobody else is picking up the phone and talking to people. Nobody else is sending offers to every seller in the mail, not just by email, and nobody else, practically, especially in the land investing business, is following up consistently. They're letting leads fall through the cracks. Or you know, I I I think it's more important to let no lead left behind. That's our philosophy, right? And you know, the gut system, my system, we just close somebody. Somebody called me out of the blue.
1: I believe in attraction marketing uh, for my business, uh, where people call me or zoom me all the time. I, uh, by the way, I always want to get people face to face if I can. It's the perfect selling environment. Yeah, you can re- you can read their. You can see me. I use my hands a lot and everything. I lean forward when I'm real interested. You can really read people. I use Zoom and FaceTime. I used to use Skype a lot. I use the technology. Uh, we just closed somebody, made a $25,000 profit on one phone call. They called me. I used the gut system. We set that agenda. We qualified them. We used a little redirection or reverse psychology, Imagine a little imagery to imagine, and boom. They said, yes, it was about a 28-minute phone call for $25,000 profit. I mean, that's nice. sales is the million-dollar skill. You and I are famous for these conversations about sales. You know, you can do all the mechanicals, the mailers and everything else. But where do you really make the money in the in the conversion, and the conversation? And, yeah. and that's where a lot of people, that's where, you know, that's where the practice comes in. Um, well, speaking, I, we're, we're going to get stalls and objections. Gee, I want more money. I've had other offers and everything. How do you get them to know, like, and trust you in that first phone call?
0: I, yeah. So important. Well, let me. can we do this? Can we, can, can I pretend to be the investor? And, then you're the, uh, homeowner and, uh, be gentle on me. And you just got this letter from me that like was hundred. offering you $12,400 for your quarter acre vacant lot in, um, I don't remember where this Castilla County, Colorado, let's say. Okay. Okay. And so I'm going to, I have my script here. I want to try to go through it. Ring, ring. Uh, hi, this is, um, Joe Blow. <laughs> Hey Joe, my name is Claude, and I'm I'm calling you back. I got your voicemail here about uh, a property that you want to sell, 0. 0.24 acres in um, near near uh, Castilla County, Colorado. I catch you at a bad time.
1: Yeah, I'm walking my five chihuahuas right now, and it's just not a good time. Five
0: chihuahuas. Yeah. Wow. We have so, Chihu- we we have a chihuahua a dog training school. Well, good for you. I I've never owned a chihuahua. Yeah, um, I'm I sure they're not lived. I'm sure they're beautiful dogs. Oh, but you know, listen, if I caught you in the middle of something, I can call you back. Oh, uh, go ahead. Uh, is this about my real estate, I think, or? Yeah, yeah, I, I'm calling you back. You got, you, you left me a voicemail. You called me the other day about this property. We sent you something in the mail about your property. And I just wanted to ask you some questions.
1: Oh, yeah, the check, uh, that check uh, for, uh, uh, that was in that envelope. Yeah, yeah, That was I think,
0: oh, that, that was a pretty cool mailer. Okay, well, good. I'm glad I got you to open up. It worked. Well, listen, I'm an investor and I just want to ask you some questions and one or two or three things may happen after I ask you some questions, right? Number one, uh, you like our offer, we like your offer and we'll send you the paperwork and we can get this thing closed today. Or number two, you can say, man, no, forget it. And that's totally fine. I don't want to waste your time. I can refer you to some agents. Or the other thing that might happen is I'm going to do some more research. I'm going to ask you some questions about the property and I might find something that's wrong and I might need to renegotiate that price that we sent you in this check. Um, Will that be okay? Is that fair? Yeah. well, whoa, whoa. That was a lot of, uh, those were what, three, four conditions for or something? <laughs> okay. For, all right. Next time I won't do that many, Joe. Keep it simple. Keep it simpler. Okay. All right. I just want to ask you a few questions. It's okay to say no to me. Okay. I'm just going to ask you a few questions. It's okay to say no, but let me, I know I made you an offer for 12,000 bucks. Okay. You know, after I ask you some questions and if I find something wrong with the property, I'm going to do some more research. Is your price negotiable at all? Well, I got a little bit of room. A little bit of room. Okay. I got your property pulled up right here on Redfin, and um, it's 0.24 acres. Is that right? Yeah, it's beautiful. We just had the lawn mowed. It's it's pristine property. It's, okay. got, a, it's got a view of the Chuck E. Cheese Pizza Palace. It's I mean, it's a great piece of property. Uh, by the way, off roleplay, I only sell. I don't send mail to commercial properties in the cities. I I like more rural recreational property. But all right, we'll go with that. Okay, so how long have you owned the property? I got it from my grandma at a probate about three years ago. Okay. So have you tried to sell it before? No, not really. But It's funny you sent me that letter because we just got the tax bill on this property. Oh. And I'm sure it's not that much, right?
1: Uh, it's about $3,800 a year for this, this lot. $3,800 a year? Yeah. So why have you kept it so long? Well, you know, it was grandma's and I got busy with the chihuahua dog walking uh, service. So... um I don't know. I just didn't get around to it. Okay.
0: All right. But you're not in a hurry to sell it, though, right?
1: I, you know, for the right price, I guess I could do business. You know, okay. I, 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 You know, I, I, Truth be told, we want to expand our dog business, so uh, it, it wouldn't hurt to get some extra money now. Claude, you're not making this easy for me at all. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I keep it. I
0: keep it real, man. <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, I gave you motivation. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So, what you gave me great motivation. Taxes are high. I got it. Um, and that. Off the role play, in Colorado here, a vacant land taxes are enormous
1: for small lots in the developed areas. They're, they're yeah. really high. So you got, I need the money for my business. And uh, there's no sentimental value on it. It's just raw land. And uh, the t- I think I said $3,800 a year, and I've had it for three years. So do the math and put me in a little pain. And use, that, use the million dollar Claude word. You know what that word is? One word. Imagine. Imagine imagine for a moment you didn't have that bill, you know, if you keep it another 3 years it's going to be another 12-13,000 for you. I mean, that's a that's almost what the property's worth. I mean, you must have you must be you 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 must have a
0: lot of discretionary income. You know, put me in a little pain and make me an offer and watch what happens. Okay, well I I'm also trying to get more information about the property. Okay. So like should I go straight clo- quicker to the motivation or should I Dig a little deeper to find out, you know, what the property is like, and is it in a good area? Is it next to commercial properties, or or should I keep on going back to that? I, first. I always uh, the
1: analogy I always use is we can always fix it later. Okay, right now I want to know: Can I do a deal with this guy? Can I? Is he the right person to talk to? Is he? Mo- what's his level of motivation? Can I get some numbers? And I got grandma on the dog walking and the taxes. I got that's good information. My, my real concern is can i get a commitment today okay you go out a go out on a date with a this is my analogy you, you'll, you you know where i'm going you go out on a date with a pretty girl and she laughs at your bad jokes and she closes her eyes and tilts her head at the doorstep what do you do say i'll think about it i'll call you in two weeks or do you kiss her i, I think you kiss her you you well, well let's ask victoria later no, no, okay <laughs> All right. I think I say go for it. You get a commitment. Yeah. You get, you, you know, and you're on this, you're in the, you're in the kill zone. You're in the beautiful place. You're doing business, you know, or do you want to have 45 minutes of la dog conversation and then they say, I'll think about it? No. I tend to be, and this may be personality, I tend to be a little, I tend to be friendly, but aggressive, assertive. I try to get to the, it's a New Yorker in me. It's a, it, I have an extra chromosome or something. It's just I just like to get to the point.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, yikes, God, uh, Joe, you're you're paying thirty eight hundred dollars a year in taxes. Is that right?
1: Yeah. You know, and it's you know the the, the Chihuahua dog walking and and raising uh, dog walking. It, it's not as glamorous and as prosperous a uh, business as you think you might think it
0: is. You're right. Uh, and so you you've owned it for ten years now. That means you've paid what over ten thousand dollars in property taxes on this thing.
1: Thirty-eight hundred dollars a year. It's more like thirty-eight thousand.
0: Well, you voted for three years, right? Oh, you said ten years. Okay. Oh no, I'm sorry. Sorry. Three, th- okay. Well, whatever. So you yeah. voted for? Yeah. So we've we've wasted almost twelve thousand dollars, and that's the value of the land. Okay. Well, then you, you, listen. If I made you an offer, how quickly would you want to sell it today? I'm listening, man. I'm. Uh, if you give me a fair offer, I'm ready to do business right now. Well, what do you think properties are worth in the area? I think um, $12, to twelve to fifteen thousand dollars. Twelve to fifteen thousand. You think that's a fair price for this crazy market right now? Um, yeah, I
1: think that's uh, what it's. What it, well, that's the tax valuation on the uh, last tax bill I
0: got. Okay. Um, now the area that it's in is—is it on a commercial? You said you, it's across the street from. What did you say, Taco Bell or something like that? The the worst pizza in the world, the Chuck E. Cheese pizza. No, Chuck God E. Cheese pizza. More. Yes, yeah. No, put that's that, a. But it is a residential zone. Okay. But I bet you a property that close to Chuck E. Cheese pizza has got to be worth a lot more than that, right? I don't know. You know, it's just, it was grandma's property and,
1: uh, we, you know, I don't know that much about it. I just pay the tax bill every year. I'm
0: kind of sick of it. Okay. All right. So what is the least you'd let it go for? If I could make you cash offer close today. I, you know, if you, if you gave, um, I think your letter said 12,000,
1: uh, we couldn't do it for that amount, huh?
0: I don't know. I, I'm looking here, and there's other properties similar in the area that are currently for sale for less than that. What's what if what's the least you could take? How about ninety eight hundred?
1: Hmm. Mm. Well, I don't know. Is it- listen to him struggle. This is a really good off the role play. Struggling is the most wonderful thing in the world. You know, the amateur person would say, "Yeah, ninety eight hundred. That's wonderful." The professional gut salesman struggles because he knows he can get it even lower.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I just. I don't know. You know, if I if I could if I could pay you cash, is that the best you can do? When you say, I mean, can you do cash today? Well, if I could give you cash today, would you be negotiable on your price? Would you be willing to sign an agreement today? If you could do cash today with some
1: kind of da- es- opening escrow or a deposit, I I'll drop it down to seven. Can you
0: close before uh, Labor Day? If I can before close the- before Labor Day, would you sign a contract today? I would do seven thousand five hundred. Bought a final offer. If you could close before
1: Labor Day, end of this month.
0: All right. Well, let's do this. Let me sharpen my pencil, look at this uh a little bit more. And uh are you available? It's like almost three o'clock now. Would you be available in about 30, 45 minutes? Can I call you back? Yeah, yeah, I'll be finished walking the dogs and
1: Okay and, and I can't wait to tell my wife about this. We could <laughs> you know, we could go to Tavernash,
0: Colorado
1: with this money.
0: Well, imagine what you could do if you got these this thirty eight hundred dollar tax bill off of your back. You could buy five more Chihuahuas and uh, buy some nice property uh, in, in an area that's not right across the street from any Chuck E. Cheese places. You're going to call me in a half hour? Because I want to yes. tell my wife. Well, it <laughs> yeah. Is. yeah, I'll call you right back. Thank you very much. See, All off right. the roll play, emotional, the
1: million dollar roll Yeah, People make immediate business decisions emotionally. You know, you, you get stuck on facts and figures. This is a guy who doesn't want to pay this tax. And this is a true thing in Colorado. Uh, vacant land taxes and residential neighbors are really high. Yeah. So you go to somebody, imagine you don't have that bill anymore. You don't have to, um, and uh, you can use the money for that vacation, pay off your bills, take your wife to Hawaii, not Maui, unfortunately. Um. Uh, you know, can you imagine if you could have that money if by uh, in the next 30 days? So I use speed and emotional immediacy, you know, and that gets people to really be flexible a lot of times.
0: Would would you have gone the route of like, you know, let's say you, you said final offer $7,500. I could have gotten you maybe, or I could have tried to get you down lower, but would you have said something along the lines of, well, listen, I don't know if I could do that, but what if I could get you $7,500? You wouldn't consider taking, you know, payments over time for that. I'll take care of the taxes. Would you consider receiving your 7,500 with payments over time? Would that be a good angle for that? Well, it's always about what are
1: you going to do with that Let's say that they agree to something like that. Owner financing. I mean, your intent is to, is to flip this land real quick, right? Yeah. Will that, what you negotiated with them today, will that be attractive to the person you're
0: selling it to? Owner financing, yeah. If I could sell it as an owner financing package.
1: Yeah. Maybe some to another investor. Let's just do that. You got the deal for $7,500. It's got a street value of twelve four. There's development in the area. And I'm the new investor, the neophyte investor. I'm looking for my first deal, and you have financing built into it, so I don't have to. I don't have to pay you the whole twelve or fifteen thousand, whatever you're selling it for. You know that. So that financing can make it very attractive to other to to your uh, to the person you're selling to.
0: Yeah. So I could, you know, if if I find an investor who would want that deal, I could assign it to them Mm -hmm. for a five thousand dollar assignment fee. Yeah. And what's the
1: big selling and what's the big th- selling point? The owner financing, no bank. Yeah. I mean, that's attractive to people. Yeah. You have the built-in financing. Even even if maybe the price uh, there's no uh, there's no equity in their property. It's a full price, but if they look at it as long-term investment. There's owner financing in it. 5, 10, 15 years from now, maybe that land'll be worth 25, 50,000. Yeah. It's good.
0: Yeah. Okay, that so was- um to do somebody just asked a question here. Could the higher price? can you see that? Could the higher price you offer be tied to if they would take their money over time? Okay, we just answered that. Otherwise, the price would be less. Yeah, so you could offer them more if they accept payments. There's two um, words I use. And when I'm negotiating with somebody, I always look
1: for the level of motivation. I use a little reverse psychology. I use the word imagine to fulfill their dreams or things in their head. You know, the sis, sell the sizzle, not the steak on the property. But there's two things I always look for when I negotiate price, we all want the best price, or terms. So I get either one or the other, or sometimes I get a hybrid, a little of both. So I'm thinking of, rem- especially in wholesaling, I want to make it mar- marketable. I want other people to want this land from me. So I either have to give them a great price. And sometimes there's just not a lot of room in these deals you know, to get the assignment if you want. But if you have the terms and say, hey, you know, owner finance, or we have an option on this property, you know, you've got five years and you just have to pay this small amount. You have to buy the contract from me. You pay this small amount per year, per month or whatever, and you can buy it whenever you want, or you can let the option
0: expire. So yeah. you're giving them that flexibility. Pricer terms, two words to remember. All right. Very good. So let's say we're talking to a seller then, and maybe we can role play again. You're stuck on that 12 grand. You won't go any less than that. Yep. But I might say, well, I, what if I could offer you that? Not saying I could, but what if I could offer you 12,000 for it? You wouldn't be willing to t- take that with payments over time like owner financing or something like that, would you?
1: You know, I just read a book about that. Um out of uh, Jimmy Napier Invest in Debt and uh yeah, what uh would it be amortized? Would it be interest only, principal only? What kind of offer are you talking
0: about? Well, I don't know. It just depends, you know? Um I could there's... give me a stroke. Give me a cookie. Great, oh, great, you've question. really done your homework. You've really done your homework. You read—that's a great book. Thank you for asking that question. Great question. Uh, so now I like. Now
1: I like you. You acknowledged me. There's, there's so much psychology, charismatic selling—I call it. Yeah. So great. much. What happens when someone likes you, and maybe you don't have the best deal, but they really like you? They're gonna you do you do more business with them. The forces of the universe are in your favor, aren't they? Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I own a financing. I'm very interested in that. I just read a good book about that. Well, okay, that that, that I'm glad you're reading books about that. That's really good. How would it work? It, it just depends on the numbers. If well, I'm trying to think of where to go next, Bert. Uh, yeah, let's review. Curse. F- hey Joe, so- let me ask you something.
1: I want. I want to, uh, I'd like to get it for. I'd like to get it for ninety five hundred. You want twelve? Is there somewhere? Let me ask you this. Uh, we couldn't meet in the middle, could we? Possibly. You know. Um, what do you mean? How, how does that work? Well, I want uh, 95 and you want 12. Uh, what's the man who wrote that? Uh, never split the difference. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always split the difference. Yeah. Um, why don't we say ten I'll give you ten I'll send you an agreement today and I'll send you, I'll put 500 down and I'll send you 250 a month, principal only payments. That okay. way you're getting your price, you're saving your real estate commission.
0: I'm responsible for the taxes and it's all done. Off role play for a second. Can I pretend, because there's this thing called imputed interest, right? And I don't know how it works, but I've heard people say you can't technically pay a seller principal-only payments because then they're going to still have to report. They're going to have to pay taxes on the interest they would have gotten. It's called imputed interest. Have you ever heard of this? No, no, I'm not an accountant. I have a very good one. But how much would it be? It's only 250 a month,
1: okay? Here's the beauty of it. We got leverage here. We got a twelve thousand dollar property. We negotiated a better price, and we're only paying two fifty a month, principal only payments. Now you divide the price ten thousand by two fifty. What yeah. is that forty month? What is that forty months or something like that? Okay, 10, can you set? Yeah, 10, low interest, principal only payments. Yeah, three point uh, three years. And how many people do you really think are going to be? Is that going to be a an objection because of imputed interest? I mean, on a two fifty a month. And you Yeah. And if it's a senior couple, I'm going to say the words they love. Hey, can you imagine if you got an annuity, just like your social security and like your other, you got that nice little 250 a month check for the next uh, uh, four years, Mr. McCall. What would you do? Do you have any bills that are around 250 a month, like a Verizon bill or a car payment or something like like that? that. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a, um, my AT&T cell phone bill. There you go. I'm going to pay that for you. The land is gone. It's off your back. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to pay the taxes. And we can do that right now. Or you can tell me to get lost, fire me. But I only make the offer once, sir. I, I like you. I like the property. I'm sorry. I have so many other people to talk to today. It's a busy day. But I, I'd like to make I'd like to make you that offer. Can we move forward or should I leave you alone? Let's move forward. Let's do it. You're a gentleman, sir. Uh, thank you so much. I'm going to send you a DocuSign. And you're the decision maker on this property, right? Is, is there a spouse or significant other? Yeah, I can do to it. Partner? Yeah, okay. I'll send you that agreement. Could you do me one small favor? Yeah. Could you get that back to me by five thirty this afternoon so I can call my attorney and we can facilitate this and I can start sending you those lovely checks? Yes, That'd be good. You're uh, you're a je- you're not going to call me tomorrow and tell me your wife's mad at you. You changed your mind, right? No, you don't. You, you're old school. You're you're a man of your word, aren't you? Oh, of course, yes. I knew that. I knew. Uh, how come I knew that about you? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Good. You'll get it. You'll get it back. You'll get the uh, document, to, uh, DocuSign. You'll get it back to me before 530 today. And then I'll I'll send you a follow up tomorrow on the uh, earnest money and on the, be- uh, the payments will begin in September 1st. Sounds awesome. I love doing business with you. So you have any other properties or land
0: we want to talk R- about? Good question. No, I don't. But that's well, a great question. Yeah. Boom. Okay. That's yep. really good. Yeah. That's honestly that's the way I would sound on
1: the offer. I would um I'd like lo- if I could structure a deal interest-free, principal only. My value increases on that property. Every my equity grows every month on that property. And here's the other thing, if we want to wholesale that deal. How easy. Hello Joe. Joe the investor. Yes, hello. Joe, just got a great deal here. Got this beautiful a uh, couple acre property in East Bumble, uh Colorado. With owner financing, you can build on it. You can hold it. I mean, this it's in a nice area. And we got owner financing on it. Yeah, wait till you see here this, Joe. $250 a month and no interest. I'm calling all all my investors on the list. You were on the top there. And it's okay to say no to me. You wouldn't be interested in, in a great property in a good neighborhood that'll probably appreciate over the next five, 10 years with owner financing, would you? Yeah, I would be interested. Why don't you send me some details? Um, I'll, right now, Joe, let's go on Zoom and let me set. I'll uh, and I can send you the prospectus, the contract, and everything. We're looking to for. We're looking to get fifteen thousand for the assignment fee on this on this on this particular transaction. You Would you be comfortable on? Would that be something you'd be comfortable with? Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Let's do it. Okay. And you have the liquidity
0: right now if you you decide to move forward, right? Yeah. So, how well? How much would the? How much do you want for the property? Oh, okay. Well, it's um. It's twelve thousand dollar property. I'll tell you what.
1: Uh, since you're an old client, and we were looking for seventy five, I'll make it five thousand dollars if we if we can do business today and make a commitment. I'll I'll give it to you for five thousand dollars. Great piece of property. I just sent you the prospectus, the pictures, okay. the drone video, and the. Um, it doesn't need any uh, upgrades or any uh, maintenance or anything on it, and you have all the information there, Joe. Well, I'll take a look at it and get back to you. Can you get back to me in the next 30 30 to 60 minutes only because I've been doing some marketing and this, I think this thing is going to be gone by the end of today. Uh,
0: Yeah, I'll do my best. Your best means? I'm walking my five chihuahuas and (laughs)
1: you can't use my own jokes against me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'll get back to you. I'll get back to you in 45 minutes. And in that role play, that was a good role play. Nice going.
1: In that one, I used a little bit of Mr. Robert Cialdini's scarcity. Yeah. Okay, great. you know, it's going to yeah. go by the end of today. I got to call a lot of people. You're on the top of the list. Social proof also. A lot of people are interested. That's social proof. We only have this one property. It's going to be gone by the end of the, tip of the day. That's scarcity. Yeah. Okay. And then we can do other things like ability and trust. And there are many different psychological ways. I mean, when I say that I get a commitment, I close people, I get another appointment or a contract in the first phone call. My word of honor. This is what this is what you can do with knowing how to sell people the right way.
0: I love this. You know, I'm, I'm writing down, we got to wrap this up, but the, some of my big takeaways, Claude, from this has been get them to imagine their pain being taken away. Yeah. The other big takeaway for me was like, don't forget to congratulate them or compliment them, stroke them, pat stroke, them back. Nurture and empathy. Yeah. The other okay. big takeaway was I was trying to set the agenda and I used too many words for that up front. Right. I got to keep it simpler.
1: You, you know what's our problem in this business? We, we love this business. We know all the vernacular. We read all the books, go to all the seminars. They may not be as astute as us. They may not know all the terms and everything like that. And do you think people's attention span is longer today or shorter? Shorter. Much, much shorter. I'm like, hey, sorry it took me so long to get back to you.
0: I'd like to make you an offer on your property and please feel free to say no to me. Boom. Yeah, that's really good. The other big takeaway was uh, just keep on asking a lot of questions, right? And, and the scarcity at the end, you we were talking about, you know, oh yeah, pulling it away. Yeah. And the reciprocity. We didn't tell, uh, you know, could you do Joe, this I've,
1: first you stroke and nurture them. Joe, I really enjoyed talking to you. You're, you know, you're, you're you're old school like me, you're a man of your word. Could you could I could you do me one small little favor? And then you what's the one thing we want? We want to get money today, or we want to get the contract today, or we want to get a decision today. So that's reciprocity. You compliment them, you stroke and nurture them, and then you ask a fate. While you're on that honeymoon, that's when you ask for the one thing you really want. That's how you close people or get commitment in the first phone call. It's really good. You got a good good
0: comment there in your comment section, by the way. Ah, somebody... Well, they can get your free book and mind map. Is that what you're talking about? No, no. Facebook user says the
1: seller could avoid long term capital gain taxes oh, yeah. if they take their profits over time. I don't know where that comment went, but I lost it. I'm glad yeah. you saw that. And I do have, uh, I, I sent it to you. I do, I have a free gut sales book. Anybody wants it, go to clauddiamond.com or you have a link there. They can uh, not only get the book, but a mind map on the gut sales method. So they know the system, the three steps and the yeah. and the questions to ask. It's, to me, I we love this business, Joe, but it's so sales-centric, even more so today. You and I have been talking about sales and, and real estate for 20 years now. Almost.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the thing too, you know, like you don't have to be, I tell this to all the people all the time, like, don't think that you have to be like me or you have to be like Claude Diamond to learn how to sell, right? It's just talking to five people a day, you're going to practice, you're going to get better at it, you know? And just being nice, being genuine, being yourself, asking a lot of questions. Remember, you know, sometimes the three best words are just like, I don't know, that's a great question. Why did you ask that? Yeah, right? You must ask that for a reason. You must have asked that for a reason.
1: Could you oh could Joe, could you do me a favor? I'm here for you. I want to do business with you and I want to make sure if you're not comfortable with this deal, you don't have to say you'll think about it or or anything. Uh, just tell me Claude,
0: you're fired. Would you do that for me? See, so when when you do that, it's like it takes away the pressure of yes. trying to, like, have to sell them anything. You're not selling them anything. You're just asking questions.
1: So important to set the tone, the environment, to get people. It's charismatic selling. My mentor was like that. People fell in love with this guy on the first phone call. You know, when we li- when we know, like, and trust people, and we remove all the anxiety, it's such a, It's you know, this is a tough business, and there's there can be a lot of rejection in this business and think about it and everything. Imagine if we could remove all that and just talk to nice people, have nice, pleasant, manifold conversations every day. That's how one person giving good phone can achieve
0: financial freedom. Yeah. You and I are living proof of that. We give good phone. Very good. Uh, The guys, the link for Claude's free book and his mind map is clauddiamond.com slash light slash book. I'll put that link in the description below the video. But it's claudediamond.com slash light L I T E slash book. You get his free guts sales book and his mind mapped talking about this sales stuff. Super good, super helpful, Claude. I appreciate your time. I really do. I appreciate you, Joe. You're one of the you're one of the good guys in this business. Thank you very much. And we we I, I it's so cool that we match shirts. <laughs> you think it's St. Patrick's Day or something like that. I asked my wife, what color should I wear today? Because I, I have 20 of these Under Armour shirts. I love them. And today was Green Day. <laughs> Not the band. All right. All right. Thanks again, Claude. Hey, we'll see Best you guys year. later. Take care, everybody. bye Best to your lovely family. Bye-bye.